How's it going, everyone? Welcome into a new episode of the Hashtag 3 Fever Point After podcast. I'm your host, Alex Anderson, joined by our co-host, Red River head coach Jeff Harper. Coach Harper, back with us for another week. Coach, how are we feeling this week? I hope everything's going well with you. We, we had a, a war last week with Logansport that, that um, didn't go our way, but ultimately we, we got better as a team. Um, and we, we did some really good things uh, on, on both sides of the ball. And so, um, you know, when you're on the road and you're playing a team that was in the Dome the previous year and is really uh, good this year and probably back in the Dome again this year, um, it shows you some things that you need to fix. And so, um, you know, uh, happy for our, our, our boys that they, they're, they're learning these things now. And at the same time, uh, we go into district with uh, all of our goals still in front of us. And so battle tested and, uh, and ready to go. Um, we'll talk a little more about that game. Uh, we have a special guest coming up later in the show, and we have some stuff to talk about about your team as well uh, with our player of the week. But we want to start with a little uh, mention of, of last week. We uh, recorded a full episode. We had some technical issues, so we were only able to get the, about the last nine minutes of the show on there. So what all of our listeners missed was uh, 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 one of our guests, airline-wide receiver Daxton Chavez. He has 35 catches on the year, but I want to give him 36. As we bring Daxton in, he waited until the end of the recording last last week. He stayed on the whole time, and he said he just wanted to make sure everything was good. Well, he didn't know that he was catching our error, our technical mistakes, and then we found out a day later. So we thought we'd bring him back on. Another great catch for Daxon, one of uh, 35 on the year. Um, we were talking about last week his performance two weeks ago against Benton. Nine catches, 228 yards, five touchdowns. He's in the top three, I believe, in the state in receiving. He's now at 672 total yards and 11 touchdowns. Daxton, thanks for uh, coming back for uh, your second week in a row on the show. And this time... Uh, our viewers will, will get to listen to you a bit. So uh, how's it going over there at Airline? Another big win this past week. Yes, sir. It's going great. A uh, huge win last week for a homecoming game and uh, looking ready to get it again uh, with Kevin Shreve. Absolutely. A, a big game for you guys coming up. Uh, I did want to take, take take us back to that to that Airline game, though, where obviously we, we did speak about it, but no one got to hear it. 228 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, I mean, did you did you wake up that day feeling any different than usual, or, or how? Did, what goes into such an incredible individual performance? Uh, just kind of treating it like every other game. Uh, just following the game plan, listening to coach, trusting my teammates, and definitely trusting Ben. Uh, he got the ball to me, and I just took it where I would. Yeah, absolutely. Ben Taylor, your, your quarterback. And, you know, we, we spoke at the beginning of the year on the countdown to Friday Football Fever. You, you you talked a lot about your confidence in your quarterback and especially in your, your head coach, Coach Scoggin. And when I spoke to him about you, he was very, you know, he's one of the best receivers in the state and may, many people may not know about him. Uh, what's what's working for you guys right now? What what is What do you think that secret sauce is with Coach Scoggin and what you guys have, have been able to do to show such improvement from a year ago? Uh, just having so many weapons all over the offense. Uh, we've got guys left and right. I mean, if you cover one of us, we're hitting you somewhere else. If you cover him, you got him back to me. And so it's just tough to guard us. It's tough to game plan against Coach Scoggin. He's just smart. And like one of my teammates said, he's a mastermind. So he knows what he's doing. And um, as you see the, the, the list come out, we, we had it on Friday Football Fever, you know, top three in the, in the state and receiving it. Does that come with pressure or, or, just, or just excitement, appreciation? What are the emotions when, when, you, when you see stuff like that? Uh, it's just appreciation. Uh, love the recognition. It's, I mean, everyone would love seeing their name up there. And so uh, just kind of taking it with a chip of my shoulder, knowing I have something to prove and showing people why I'm up there. So make sure you're taking it with you. 
Absolutely. Coach, I can't remember what you asked Daxton last week, but you have the floor again. Take it away. Well, Daxton plays in uh, in Scoggins' system, and there's a, another really good wide receiver that played that your your position, Terrace Marshall, and uh, and now he's getting paid to play on Sundays. And so, um, the things that you're doing, man, proud of you. Uh, keep keep helping that young quarterback out uh, and and getting open and, and making big plays because you're just getting started. Once defenses try to figure out something with that scheme, the next thing you know. Um, they're actually hurting themselves because they're getting you open uh, deeper down the field every week. And so keep up the good work. We're really proud of you. And I'm really proud of Coach Scoggin and coming in and, and, um, and, and turning that thing around and he's doing it really quick. So keep up the good work. Yes, sir. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. All right, Daxon, we're going to let you go here in a second, but uh, is there anything else you'd like to add? Anything you want to say to the fans out there? Uh, I know we've got a lot of people that, that love watching your highlights each every uh, Friday night. Uh, just letting people know airlines on the come up and it's definitely definitely going to be a good game this week yeah thursday night game at captain shreve certainly a huge game for airline uh some some classics uh these two teams have played through the years so we're looking forward to that daxon hey uh, first of all i want to apologize again for the for the errors last week but we're so glad you were able to join us again this week we, we really wanted to get you on and hey two for two we're we're gonna get it right this time i promise you yes sir i appreciate that guys all right, you're the man, Daxon. Daxon Chavez, awesome. airline wide receiver, one of uh, two guests or three guests actually we have coming up this week. And um, coach, we already have our next guest guest on the line, so I, I think we should go right to him as we do begin to kind of look back at the week of football that we just had. Um, tough to find a better performance. Well, there was actually two quarterback performances that were incredible this past week. You had Gray Gray over there at Benton with eight touchdowns, and then over at Huntington, you had a school record seven touchdown passes. From my man, Cam Evans. Cam Evans joining the podcast now. Not yet. We're still waiting on Cam. Hold on one second. We'll get him in just a second. But yeah, before we get Cam on, Gray Walters, eight touchdown passes against Bird. How? It's incredible. It's incredible. Stacy Blue, head coach of Bird, is a friend of mine, and um, he, he's a great defensive coach. Um, he, he, he knows how to scheme teams up and um, you know, uh, Terrence Smith is a good friend of mine. He's the OC at, at, at Benton, and Reynolds is a buddy of mine. And so, uh, coached those kids two years ago. Um, to, to see Gray go out and, and put up uh, yards like that is it's it's exciting for him. And at the same time, uh, to see Pierce just go off unconscious uh, numbers that he put up. Um, you know, and then to hear the like, I, I you know, I'm coaching the game, so I can't pay attention. I find out about it afterwards. My wife's texting me, going, "Great, great, threw eight touchdowns and probably could have thrown more." I mean, it, it was <laughs> wasn't so it wasn't surprising to know right. that you know what they're capable of doing, but um, it, it did catch me off guard because it was Bird, and, and Bird is a you know a really good football team. So um, very proud of uh, those Benton Tigers and and Gray and, and Pierce and, and company. I know how much that meant to them. So you had eight touchdowns from Gray, and then you had seven touchdowns from Cam with Huntington. Cam is with us now. Um, unbelievable uh, individual performance. Uh, one of many we've seen from Cam and the Raiders uh, as we've watched him play these past couple of years. First of all, Cam, thanks for being here. And uh, how's it going over there with the Raiders? Thank you for the opportunity. It's going good. We just finished up with practice. Yeah, now Coach was telling me I'll kind of move practice around just so you could be here. So uh, we definitely appreciate that. That means a lot to us because, you know, look, you're, you're a guy that we talk about a lot on Friday Football Fever. We see you on top plays all the time. And to, to set a school record on homecoming, uh, you know, this community means so much to you and you mean so much to it. But what does it mean for you to, to have a performance like that on homecoming? 
it really meant everything to me. I mean, like all day I was thinking about my best friend that had passed and, and it was just big that I could do that for our last homecoming. Even though he ain't here, we could still do it together. And I did it for him that night. Yeah, you know, few few kids have, have few kids your age have had to deal with stuff like that, losing your best friend. And, you know, you came in last year kind of helping out the basketball team in his absence in the playoffs. You hit a couple of big threes. And um, we've talked about the stuff you've done in the community with your um, with your youth camp. And uh, what, what is what is that area? What, what does your community mean to you? It means everything to me. I mean, like just making a difference and trying to make a difference in any way I can, doing whatever I can and whatever God called me to do. That's what I want to do. And it's just, you know, it's special because you know, we, we see so many guys, uh, uh, they make an impact, but they, they do it a little later, obviously. And to have someone like you doing it so early in your football career, in your life, it, it is special. It's unique. And, um, you, you know, we, we were out there at uh, that Northwood game a couple weeks ago. And to see the your weapons kind of starting to find themselves a little bit, you know, you lost a lot to graduation last year. You've got guys, got Solomon making big plays for you. Um, feels like things are coming together right now for you guys. Would you agree with that? Yes, sir. I mean, just execution and trust, just trying to play four-quarter football and keeping our confidence up, keeping the young guys' confidence up, and just keep rolling, keep the momentum going. Yeah, certainly a lot of momentum with you guys. And uh, it's all led by uh, your passionate head coach, Coach Dennis. He might he might be around uh, listening on the other <laughs> side of the computer there. <laughs> But, um, you know, we talked that night at that Northwood game, and Coach was so fired up. He was uh, – spit was flying everywhere. He was crying and screaming and yelling and having a good time. And I talked to you after, and you were as cool as anyone could be in those circumstances. And you were kind of telling me that night that, you know, it's just kind of your job sometimes to, to be that cool, that other side of the, uh, of the uh, pillow, if you will. Um, take me through that dynamic between you and Coach Dennis and, and how you guys work so well together. Yes, I mean, it was a relationship that Coach Dennis came and built with me eighth grade year on up. I mean, just coming out to our fiend school, Walnut Hill, and just coming to every game and showing his face, that means everything to me. And then he just told me that we can build something together, and we can build it. He check up on me every day and make sure I'm good, and I make sure he good. And um, do you do we do you ever have moments like, like Coach where you're screaming, yelling, spitting all over everybody and uh, getting fired up? No, sir. That's one of a kind. Nobody do it like nobody do it like he do. Cam's a Cam's cool man. He, he's he's cool under pressure. He he's everybody likes likes to follow him. His disposition. He's laid back, but don't let that man fool you. When he wants to, he take over a game. He gonna do it. Last I remember last year. I don't know if it was a statement win or not. I thought it was big, but when y'all y'all went into Parkway and beat Parkway, that was huge. Uh, you watch it on film. You're just throwing dot after dot after dot, and uh, they were throwing the kitchen sink at you. And so, my question is, Cam, what's the one game this year that you think is the big signature win that you want your senior year? What game is it on your schedule? Uh, coming in, it was really it was really Bird, Nelva, and Northwood. But I mean, we we like what we didn't build it. At Huntington, we just now getting to the level of just going to play bird and going in winning, going in with the mindset of winning, going in against never thinking about winning. Like before, two years ago, three years ago, we're just now getting to the foundation. Like the house is built. It's not at the foundation no more. So just the win didn't mean much, but it would have been nice to have it. But when we went into Northwood, we was the underdog. We didn't feel like we was the underdog, but everybody was calling us the underdog. And we went in and just stayed together. We stayed together for four quarters and played four-quarter football and came out with the victory. 
Now we're just trying to win. Yeah, that was a that was an incredible win, and the way you guys went down, and you said you, you stuck together, and and what you mentioned, Coach, with Cam, I, you sensed that on the sidelines, no panic, um, they 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 followed their leader, and um, their their leader was calm and collected, and, and made the throws he needed to make, and um, man, it, it was a it was a heck of a night. Um, Cam, I want to go back to seven touchdowns, and Coach might be able to speak to this too from a quarterback's perspective. After a game like that, do you remember all seven? Like, could you describe all seven to me right now, or do they kind of blend together at some point? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think some of them, but they just blend together. I mean, just, just, Nick, we really, I'm really focused on this week. And, and we, <laughs> I didn't even think too much about it. Yeah, and you had another game in the playoffs last year against Tioga. How many touchdowns did you have in that one? I think it was it was six. I, I had six two times last year, and that was that was to tie the tie the record. Yeah, so the uh, school Huntington record now in a single game, seven touchdowns goes to Cam Evans, and you're also among the uh, state leaders in passing too. I believe what you're second or third heading into last week. I think I think I'm second second right now. That's awesome, man, and. Uh, it's got to just be so gratifying to to see this all your hard work pay off. I mean, I remember talking to you last year, and it was you're kind of the guy that we're waiting to see what you can do, and and you showed us, and, and now you're kind of the big man on campus. And uh, what's that like to to see that hard work pay off? It feels good just seeing everybody that look up to me and just coming up to me every day and just telling me what I mean to them and like how they look up to me and how I make them smile every day, like. That mean more to me than anything. Like the ball gonna stop one day, but the people that life that you're impacted it'll never change. Well, I'll tell you right now. I mean, I probably have about uh, what I'd say uh, almost 20 years of age on you, and I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I kind of look up to you a little bit. The uh, the positive attitude that you, you bring and the 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 example you set for uh, the the kids that are coming after you. It really is so impressive. Um, love watching you play. It's inspiring, and, and I mean that. Um, Coach, before we let Cam go, do you got anything else for him? Oh, man, I'm, I'm just proud that Cam's using his platform, uh, you know, uh, for good, and he's, he's, he's using his influence for good. And, um, you know, th- those things, uh, you know, 20, 30 years from now, people, you know, they may be talking about your seven touchdowns, but they're going to remember how you made them feel, and that's what's most important. So uh, it's things that we talk about with quarterbacks all the time is, you never know how much influence you really have until um, you, you you look back and and people bring you know bring it to your mind and remind you of things you said or uh, how you made them feel during practice or how you made them feel during school week when things were going bad and so Cam's perspective is right and uh, and, and he's using his influence uh, and his platform uh, for good uh, with his teammates and, and his classmates and people in his community so I commend it I'm very proud of you Cam. Thank you. All right, Cam, we're going to let you go. Anything else you'd like to add to the uh, Raider fans out there listening? No, sir. Why not Huntington? That's all I can say. Why not? That's it. Why not, man? Well, I know you got a couple believers right here in the Raiders and um, a lot more uh, out there in Shreveport. So, uh, Cam, you're the best, man. We appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Thank you. Absolutely. And tell uh, Coach Dennis I said hi. I appreciate uh, organizing practice so we can get you on the show. That's, uh, that's next yeah. level right there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Coach, how lucky are we to, to have such an incredible athletes here on the uh, on the show? Two two guys, I mean, among the state leaders, but also just two really good quality quality kids. Absolutely, uh, it, it, it's incredible to see um, how mature these kids are, and uh, it speaks to how well they're they've been raised and type of coaches they have in their life and the things that they 
uh, they understand that this stage is impressive. I mean, they they, they have great perspective, and, and that's really what you want as a coach is instill those uh, those things in, in in players. And so, uh, couldn't couldn't be more uh, impressed with those two guys. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess since we're kind of on the topic, you know, I know you don't like to. Uh, you don't like to pat yourself on the back too often, and, and but I but I want to um, about your son Eli, uh, player of the week, Griffin's player of the week for us this week. We ran his story tonight, and um, you know Daniel when when he came back, he said you know look well, I love Coach Harper, but Eli was just so darn good. I don't think I'm going to use Coach's interview at all. I think I'm just going with uh, with Eli because he was just uh, Our man. <laughs> yeah, he was awesome, man. And uh, and you know I had a um, one of our directors in my ear during the story was like man this. This kid really sounds smart. I'm like, no, he doesn't sound smart. He he is smart. He knows he knows what he's doing, and he's also a heck of an athlete. So I just wanted to uh, give you an opportunity to to talk about your kid, man, and and, and how special he he really is. Well, he is. Uh, you know, I, I started, um, you know, coaching him when he was four years old in football, and it's just something he's he's absolutely enjoyed. Um, he's always, you know, been very coachable and wants to learn uh but he he developed a love and passion for the game that's uh you know far bigger than what mine is for the game and so um to see him embrace that and uh put in the work um it it is is exciting but at the same time uh eli works hard in the classroom it's not something that we uh my wife and i have to push on him and he is intrinsically motivated um he's got big goals um and you know he he's had some great teachers in his uh uh, educational career and one of them was Spencer Kuyper uh, in middle school that just um, opened his his mind to um, you know STEM education and aerospace um, you know engineering and and NASA and all that and so uh, it's something that he's been he's been pursuing for a while and um, you know he's he's met with a, an opportunity uh, to play college ball at Southern Arkansas, which intrigues him because it has an engineering program, uh, but he also has an opportunity uh, a visit to Texas A&M uh, this month, and so um, he's got some decisions to make. Uh, but at the end of the day, I know he's praying through it. I know that he he's uh, really seeking what God wants him to do, and as 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 his dad, that that excites me because at the end of the day, when football's over, um, you know that window opens and closes really fast, and so. I told him, uh, if you want to play football, you have any itch at all, you need to pursue that, and there's an opportunity to do that. Um, at the same time, it, you know, it, you're going to be an adult far longer than you're going to be an athlete, um, and and so he's setting himself up to where his education's paid for, and um, and he can still play football if he wants to. So um, we are we are very proud of him. Uh, he's a humble kid. Um, you know, he sacrificed a lot uh, to come down here uh, and play at Red River, and and he he's enjoyed it, and so. Um, you know, as a, as a dad, I, I have, I'm thankful for the opportunity to coach him and I'm, I'm thankful to be his dad more than anything. And we're very proud of him. Both yeah. of our kids, both of our kids are very smart. My daughter's a 4.0 student too. G, you know, she's got AP classes and, um, you know, she probably has a better work ethic than him. If I'm being honest, <laughs> um, she's a, she's a varsity cheerleader and, and we don't, we don't have to push her either. Um, but Eli can see something one time and, and, and remember it and, um, that's impressive, and so we're, we're very proud of both of our kids. Tell you what, that's that, that's that savvy. Uh, that's why we have you on there, Coach. You you, you give the daughter props as well. You you cover the bases, and um, that's that's awesome, man. And and just congratulations on those two, man. They're Thank you. they're incredible, and they have the uh, they have the right parents, obviously. That. 
that have instilled the uh, right values into them and it's just really great to see and it's great that to, to, we are able to spotlight all of these guys in our area that that are great football players but also great people and, and to see how mature they are I mean Man, when I was in high school, I was playing hockey here and there, watching cartoons, and I, I wasn't inspiring the youth. <laughs> watching cartoons. <laughs> I was. I was. Uh, that's awesome. And I, uh, what'd you watch, dude? What was your favorite cartoon? Dragon Ball Z all the way, and I still watch it to oh, this day. Man. So, um, You're yeah. my boy, Alex. I know, I know. But um, <laughs> got, <laughs> I figured we'd have some fun today since we uh, had that dud last week. So um, let's, uh, let's get to some ball. Um, we kind of touched on Benton and um, Bird and obviously Lake Lambert uh, suffering a significant injury in that game. Still haven't heard anything um, on his condition. I cer we certainly do wish for the best for him. Um, yeah, before we move on to other games, I did want to kind of just go back to that Bird-Benton upset and what it means really for Benton moving forward because, you know, these teams like Bird and Shreve, they're going to the select side when the playoffs start. Benton's mm -hmm. They keep momentum here. The defense figures it out. You know they're going to put up points. We could be looking at another playoff run for the Tigers. Oh, no question. Uh, it, it is going to come down to um, defense and, um, you know, keeping Gray healthy, but they have a really good uh, backup behind him. And so who's also one of their better receivers, Jeffrey King. So, um, you know, Benton's going to put points on the board uh, and they're going to make it tough for anybody that they play. Uh, 1-5-A is just – it's tough. I mean, you just don't know week in and week out, uh, you know, but what you're going to get because uh, they're well-coached teams that have athletes that have big guys that can play uh, all three phases of the game. I mean, one five A's got multiple teams that have really good kickers and uh, you just, you never know, but Benton will be right there in the mix. Uh, and Reynolds does a great job of coaching his guys and, uh, and they'll play inspired football and, and, and um, you know, Gray keeps spinning it like he's spinning it and Pierce getting open and, uh, that that bunch is is going to be fun to watch. I mean, I think they're second right now in the state in scoring yeah. uh, point. You know, I think total points. So um, I'm not surprised at all. And at the same time, I would be surprised if they they uh, they get hot and, and and shock some people in one five a and make a run in the playoffs. Yeah, and, you know, you look at them. Uh, then you look at airline that we just talked to Daxit, and and they've kind of started to figure it out. And then at the top, you're looking now undefeated the Parkway Panthers. Um, they beat Shreve last week. I was at the game for the first half, and it was kind of a slow game, feeling each other out. It was very, it felt a lot like their playoff game a year ago, where it was like that one mistake is going to make the difference. And it was uh, at the last play of the half, the blocked field goal, 99-yard return. Um, that kind of was what set the stage there. Shreve had some points late, but it was Parkway all the way at that. From that point on. They've got a kicker, Aaron Burrell, who is, I mean, one of the best in the country. I mean, it's you don't see high school kickers this consistent from the ranges that he's hitting from. Um, obviously, their offense, led by Jalen White, just became the all-time school rushing uh, leader there. Um, defense, nasty. Um, I'm blanking on the kid's name. I know you know it. Number eight. Uh, Barrett Newman. Yeah, Barrett Newman. He, he's been getting handoffs, too. He's doing it all for them now. Um Parkway is looking like a force to be reckoned with right now, and they're in the same boat as Benton. These shreveport Caddo Pairs teams are going over to the select side. Um, what do you think about the Panthers' chances as they move forward? Obviously now the favorites here in 1-5-A. They're, they're, they're really good. I mean, we played them week two. Uh, you know, I know those, those kids really well coached many of them from when they were little bitty, and uh, they've, got, they've got all the pieces they need, plus they have special teams. And, uh, uh, you know, 
you just can't count them out of any game. Uh, I don't think that they're the underdog in any any matchup that they have on their schedule uh, for the remainder of the season. Um, it's just going to come down to, you know, situational football in every game at that point. And at the same time, you know, there are some matchup issues. I mean, Bird is one of those that's a matchup issue. Um, but I, I know that Parkway spent a lot of time this offseason uh, being able to stop, uh, you know, stop the veer and, and, and uh, get their defense right, you know, after uh, their, their loss to Acadiana in the quarterfinals. And so they've spent their entire offseason preparing for a deep run this year. Uh, and, and they've got the personnel to do it. And so, um, you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch. I would I would definitely say uh, that they're, you know, top top two in, in probably the favorites right now, just with their record in one. I wouldn't count anybody out for sure. Yeah, and we've seen that in this district time and time and time again. I mean, we could easily see a three-way tie. Uh, we've seen it many years past. So, um, But right now, Parkway's got to be feeling great and, uh, for all the reasons that you just mentioned there. So I'm um, excited for Coy and those guys there. And, look, I wore a shirt and I wore a hat, and that's all I'm wearing, okay? I'm not – we're not we're not doing it anymore <laughs> until next year. But um, let's, uh, let's move on. Uh, Game of the week last week, we saw Glenbrook. Obviously, uh, I think that game was a little closer at the half against Arcadia than, than a lot of us thought it was going to be. And Glenbrook pulls away there. Man, they're playing that feaster offense, and it's just working for them. And where do you think they stand in, in 1A? I, I think they're they're going to be a problem for anybody. Um, I wouldn't count them out making a deep run. Uh, Coach Feaster and his guys are doing a great job, and, and they, they've got a lot of excitement and I think James Thurman's running the defense, and um, you know he's he's an he's an offensive-minded guy that knows the defensive side of the ball. And so, um, you know, I, I've seen some film on them, and they look really good. And so, uh, that is a that's a tough district. That that one A district there is going to be tough. And so, it'll be interesting to see how all that all shakes out. But I am not surprised. Uh, wherever Coach Feaster goes, he wins, and um, and and he's doing it now at Glenbrook. And and to get them in in, in the LHSAA is is impressive. But to also be, you know, wearing teams out like he's doing right now is even more impressive. So um, they're going to be a force, uh, and I think they make a deep run this year. Eleven wins in a row right now for Coach Feaster and the Apaches. They weren't eligible for the playoffs a year ago in their first year in the LHSAA. And that brings us to 2A, where we'll kind of start to transition into this week now. Our game of the week, um, this is Man, this is going to be really, really cool, I think. Calvary and North Caddo. Calvary going up to Vivian. Huge game. Yeah, they're district foes now. Um, I I think we're going to learn a lot about both these teams Friday night. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you, Calvary is so well coached on defense that they will will have a scheme for, um, you know, uh, North Caddo, but I don't I don't don't know how anybody stops Amarian Miller um, and KJ Black. I just don't know how they do it. Um, you know, I mean, they they pushed uh, you know some of the best teams in the state this year um, and and played very well. So um, you know, I, I think my boy Wardell is going to light it up, spin it really well. Um, I, I do believe that um, North Caddo is going to uh, put points on the board. Amarion is hard to stop. Um, he is, uh, he is the real deal. Um, that's going to be a fun game. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if either team goes in and just, you know, roughs the other one up, but I'm, I'm expecting a war and, uh, and I think it, you know, I think it could be low scoring at first, but, um, you know, I know Calvary can put points on the board and I know they got the receivers and I know they can, they can, uh, generate turnovers on defense and they're good on special teams. And I, I can't, I don't know that much about North Cato, but I know coach Cavs got his, his guys uh, coached up, and, and they they have 
they've put together a very impressive uh, season so far. And earlier in the year, uh, right before the season started, I believe um, Reagan Smith is a buddy of mine. Uh, he he called me and said, "Hey man, I'm just letting you know we're really good." Yeah. And uh, when Reagan says that says that, he means it. Uh, he is he doesn't sugarcoat anything, uh, and and he's excited about this game. I have not talked to him uh, since the season started. Uh, but he is—he was very excited about this season, and he knew that they were going to be pretty good during the summer. Um, the way he felt when he was, uh, the, you know, the OC at Logansport in '16 when they won when they won the state championship. So he's like, "This is the type team that that that, that he had there in '16." So um, it's going to be a fun game to watch for sure. Yeah, yeah. You don't know much about North Carolina. I could tell you they're going to throw to number four. That's going to be the uh, the game. <laughs> yeah. The game plan there. Actually, He's going to touch it early and often. Yeah, and it was uh, it was funny. This last week broke a man. I I, I should go back and, and I might go back Friday and do the do the research on this because I don't have the number off the top of my head, obviously. But um, in in since last season, dating back, I cannot tell you the last time we had North Caddo highlights and Miller didn't make a top play. Now we got the highlights from Monroe, so we didn't. I don't know if if there was something that that maybe after the camera left, he did, but. It was interesting to, you know, you're watching that North Caddo highlight last week and you're like, and this is going to be the one. And then it just didn't happen. But um, they still got the win. Uh, I believe they beat a 5A school on their homecoming um, by one point last week on the road. So, um, yeah, yeah, the special team there. We know we know Calvary's always good, as you said. And, and to, to be district foes, I mean, this is a, this is just a great game. And we're really excited for this one. Um, and, you know, it, it took a lot. It was a tough one because over in Texas, I know you don't know, probably don't know much about the teams, but it's also Gilmer against Pleasant Grove this week in Texas. So it's a big game too. Yeah, it's so a big game too. We'll have a camera there as well, and um, we are we are really fired up for that. I mean, such and we've had some incredible matchups coming up this week. But you know, outside of that, um, as we as we look through, you guys uh, taking on Jonesboro Hodge, and, and they had a big win last week as well. Um, talk to me about that game a little bit. Well, they're huge. Uh, they were in the semifinals last year. They graduated a lot of their skill guys like we did, uh, but they they replenished uh, with their offensive and defensive lines. Um, they're they're a foot to foot um, downhill run team. Um, you know, they've got a linebacker that's committed to play at LSU. They got a 6'4", 275 pound defensive end. Um, they got two really good uh, corners that can run. Um, they they're they're physical. They'll be the biggest team we've played in. in that's saying a lot considering we played Halton Parkway and Woodlawn the first three weeks of the year. Uh, so, you know, we, we didn't have any, any easy games, no, no weeks off. Uh, we did that, you know, really, I, I looked what Kevin McGee did last year at Logansport and like how, how, how do you start off the way they did and go all the way to the domes? Cause they were battle tested the first five games of the year. And so uh, we did that with our non-district schedule to prepare us for a team that was in the semifinals, a team that was in the dome, uh, you know, in, in a team that was in the second round in Winfield. So, uh, we, we have, we have a tough, tough road. We were playing Jay Hodge turn around and we go on the road for two weeks to four and one Lakeview four and one, uh, Winfield. Then we get Manny who's undefeated number one team in the state, arguably one of the best teams in all classifications. Yep. And then we finish with Mansfield home. So, uh, Jay Hodge is going to be the first one up, and um, and we get them here. It'll be our homecoming. Uh, I don't know why we did Jonesboro Hodge uh, as homecoming, <laughs> but it's just how it, how it fell. Uh, yep. So we don't need to give anybody any bullets and board material. But obviously, um, that you know, I di- I didn't plan that. So um, <laughs> it is what it is. But we, we we get those big jokers here this week, and they're they're really good. 
Now, Coach, I mentioned you're media savvy, and you're just so good because you mentioned Kevin McGee and Logansport. You played Logansport last week. We had a very special guest filming that game. She's filming the game with Jonesboro Hodge this week. She's going back to Cachada. It's my wife, Kim, and she is here on the show joining us, I believe, from our driveway so we can't hear the dogs bark. Um, <laughs> I'm actually outside the uh, FedEx on, on Yuri. So. Okay, so you've relocated from when we last talked. So there you go. Yes. We love that. Um, and the reason we have you on, Kim, we have two reasons. Um, one, you go a lot to Cachada and you go a lot to Logansport. You love both communities. Um, we won't make you pick one because that's not fair. But I would ask you, what do you love about those communities and um, why are you so excited when I put you on the schedule to go out to either one of them on a Friday night? You know, win or lose, you know, it's always going to be a good time down there. The, the fans are so invested and so involved and it it's, truly brings joy to see how into it they get. And for someone like me who grew up in a very, very large place, Los Angeles, um, it's just night and day how different some of these little towns are. And it's it's fun to see see how into it they get. Yeah, and um, Coach, uh, we uh, Daniel was down there shooting the story about uh, with Eli, right? And um, one of your offensive linemen grabbed the mic, and he issued an apology to us for Eli almost running Kim over on the sidelines there. Um, would you would you like to extend the same apology? Um, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I am sorry that you almost got run over, but there is <laughs> no safe place on the sidelines at a high school football game. And so I, I, I was impressed uh, that, that you didn't get run over. That shows some athleticism right there. And so I don't know if Alex could do the same thing, but that you definitely pulled it off. I mean, I couldn't agree more. It, if I can run over, it's, kind of, it's kind of my fault. So, you know, um, no apology needed. And I, I feel like I'm more agile because of our three Huskies. And they have tripped me more times than I can count. So I, I attribute my uh, footwork to them. Oh, it was so That's funny awesome. when Kim was like, yeah, I almost got hit. And I was like, was it was it number 11 for any chance? Just you never know. She's like, yeah, it actually was. I was like, oh, perfect. That'll be great. We can mess with Coach about that. So um, I think great. I said maybe, but it happened so fast. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, well, you know, I think we've proven that you're swifter than, uh, than I am because um, I don't even get close. As soon, they're coming remotely close to my area. I'm just backing up, zooming out, and we're just going to let the camera get what it does. I, uh, I did like a trot backwards. <laughs> yeah, I can't take any more any more hits. Um, well, Kim, we really appreciate you live from the FedEx uh, coming to, coming to join us. Did, <laughs> did 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 your package get delivered? Everyone wants to know. It did absolutely. Beautiful. Okay, good. I woke up to a note on the door and kind of freaked out for a bit, and then it was it was something you did. So we were all good there. Um, Kim, we're so glad to have you on. We're glad you didn't get run over. And I guess, Coach, y'all see y'all will see each other this Friday night. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. All right, Kim, we appreciate you, Coach. Uh, just a couple more things before we wrap things up. This has been a action-packed episode. Uh, we wanted to mm -hmm. give the fans a little bit of, uh, a little bit extra because you know last week. Nine minutes is all, is all we were able to get. Um, another game I did want to talk about um, before we go this week, I think it's going to be a very entertaining matchup. Interesting, and we'll, we should learn a lot about both Evangel and Northwood. Um, what, what are you seeing out of this matchup? Well, Evangel's really good on defense from, from you know, what I've gathered and in, in, in some of the things that I've seen. Um, and, and Northwood, I think, is, is really starting to find their stride. Um, you know, both teams played a pretty tough schedule to start off, and they do that so they can 
uh, be prepared for games like this. And so uh, I think the matchup is um, is one where, you know, maybe two years ago, it, it's all Northwood. And now I think that both teams are, are in a position where uh, that they are, uh, you know, almost, now I wouldn't say even because I don't really know the personnel. It wouldn't be right. Uh, I'd, I'd be amiss to say that. But um, Evangel's got some kids that have been playing since they were freshmen. Uh, and, and so, you know, that junior year, things click and they know what they're doing and uh, they're flying to the ball and, and now they've matured a lot. And so uh, that's I think that's why you see Evangel doing some of the things that they're doing and the success they've had. And I mean, they played, you know, I think they played Neville eight to nothing. I know it was a mud bowl, uh, <laughs> but it didn't matter. I mean, Neville is Neville. Um, and, and they know how to play ball over there, and they're really good on both sides of the ball. And, you know, Evangel was in that game. And so uh, I, I do think that this is, uh, is going to be a great matchup. Um, you know, you got Mason spinning it. Um, you know, uh, you just never know. Uh, is the game being played uh, at Northwood? Yeah, it's at, it's at Northwood, yeah. I mean, I'd say that that right there is, a, is huge mm-hmm. uh, for, for Northwood because they're hard to beat in their backyard, uh, and they do it right. And, and um, you know, Northwood's defense is is nasty. They they throw some things at you that are really hard on QBs and uh, you know uh, disguising coverages and pressures and all that. And so um, that that's going to be a good game. Uh, I, I I don't know um, much about the the two teams as far as uh, you know watching a ton of film, giving you a, what I think is going to happen. But right. Evangel's not the Evangel they've been uh, in the last couple of years. They, those kids have grown up and they're they're playing really good football. And so. Anything can happen with that bunch, and, and Coach Denny and uh, his staff do a great job. And so I do think it'll be a good football game for sure. Yeah, and Evangel could put themselves right in the mix with Huntington, Northwood, and North Dakota. I mean, this district, it's almost, as we see these teams grow, it's becoming a little mini 1-5-A with all, I mean, it's 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 wide open. I mean, North Dakota, obviously, uh, they're, they're at Woodlawn um, this week. You know, the, I'm sure they're hoping to get another win there at Independent Stadium, and um, I believe it was Bill Lunn here, our, our 10 o'clock anchor, that went and shot that game, um, North Dakota's game last week. And he, he came back and was like, man, that uh, that quarterback they got there is really, really good. I'm like, well, he's just a freshman, too. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know how much you've got to see of Luke Delafield in the Griffins offense. But, uh, I mean, how, how impressive have they been? It's it's very impressive. Um, and I have got to see some of their, their film. Uh, they, they played uh, Loyola. Um, early in the year and so we 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 got that game uh, as we were prepping for Loyola and uh, Delafield can spin it man he really can and they have a scheme that that highlights the things that he does very well and that's that's coach Dunn and his staff putting their uh, their quarterback in a position to be successful and so um, you know they've got some some RPOs that he can throw and uh, they use uh, different types of splits to where he can kind of read the numbers in the box and, and he has uh, two choices you know give or throw um, they, they've got uh, lots of different elements to their offense where they can tempo you, they can line up and run it down your throat. They have two really good backs, and that takes some pressure off a young quarterback. And they have a really good offensive line. And so um, those guys are, have done a really good job uh, putting him in a situation to succeed. And at the same time, he's got the skill to do it. And so, uh, and then North Dakota is really good on defense, man. Uh, so that is a scary team. Um, and that, you know, I will say this. We played Woodlawn this year, and they've got athletes, they've got size, and they're well coached. Uh, don't count them out of any game. Uh, and I know they've got uh, a quarterback that didn't play against us who can really throw it, and uh, uh, they'll give everybody a match. You know, a tough, yeah. a tough night. So um, that that should be a, a good game. But I think North Dakota's too much for them, yeah. and, and pulls away. Uh, you know, 
second half. Uh, but if they get up on you, they they know how to put the foot on the gas and not let up. And they they've done a great job this year. And they lead. I think they lead the state in scoring. Yeah. Um, in all classifications, which is impressive. So uh, the Delfield kid has a lot to do with that. Yeah, he does. And just a freshman, again, that's just so special. And, you know, as we've learned this this year, really more than most, is it's kind of like the, these district games, kind of like conference games in, in college or division games in the NFL. You can't take any of them for granted. These teams, they play each other every year. And, and a lot of times now with the way the playoffs work, they might play each other twice a year. And um, man, you look at Shreven uh, Parkway, they play, they've played each other three times now in a, in a calendar year. So um, you just never know what's going to happen in these district games, Coach. No, you don't. Nope. And it's going to be fun to watch. 1-4-A, 1-5-A is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, we are. um, I mean, you look at 1-2-A is fun and 1-1-A is fun and your guys' district is fun. We got a lot of exciting football. We are just halfway done with the regular season. So, so much more ahead. And, Coach, I would not rather – there is no one that I would rather talk about it with every week than you. Man, I appreciate that, bro. You're the man. We need more friends. (laughs) (laughs) well maybe we made a couple this week who knows um look we'll let you go this has been a uh we're closing we're close to an hour we didn't quite hit the hour but that's okay maybe maybe one day we'll uh we'll we'll have enough uh have enough wind in us to get the full hour but um this has been a lot of fun uh felt bad about last week so i was glad to get daxon on and, and you know chat with him and um, actually, I retweeted his, um, his, his highlights of this year on Huddle. So if you want to check that out, uh, our listeners, go check out my Twitter. You can see his highlights there. I try to retweet all of them as they come across because, I mean, we've got some unbelievable athletes and our cameras are only there, you know, for a quarter or two in, the, in most cases. So we, sometimes we don't get the, the, the best plays they make. So um, go check out all of our local guys. You'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it. If you're listening to this show, I know you love football. I mean, why else would you be here? So um, a lot of great players, a lot of great games. And Coach Harper... You're one of the best, my man. I appreciate you, brother. All right, guys. Thanks for checking us out. We'll see you next week.